All right, Jay Plyron for Bob Surratt this morning. New Year's Eve is Sunday. Are you going out? Are you staying home? Are you entertaining? Having friends over? Looking for that perfect cocktail? Will I have the perfect couple to share all of that with you? Jeff Hoover, my buddy from the WGN Morning News, and his wife Tracy occasionally host a ho- uh, show on Facebook called Happy Hour with the Hoovers. They always have some great drink recipes, and they join us now here on WGN Radio. Jeff and Tracy, happy Friday to you. Hey, happy Friday to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So, <laughs> so to have, uh, have us on there, Dave. Thanks so much. We're in Dallas. You are in Dallas. The New Year's Eve. Live yes, from Dallas. Are. Yeah, what are you doing in Dallas? Friends? Uh, we've got some friends that moved here. Okay. And uh, they invited us down with another couple, so we're going to ring in the new year and wear pajamas for like three days in a row. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, why don't you be truthful? What, what are we doing in Dallas? We're drinking. We're drinking. Your oh, cocktail. Yeah. Well, you're, let's be a little more classy about it. We're cocktailing for the next few we're days. We're cocktailing. We're yes. cocktailing. Yes. Are you doing a we're lot of cocktailing? Okay, great. <laughs> Oh my God! Where's the dump button on this thing? Okay, I just want to make sure. All right, are we auditioning to be the next Bob and Marianne? Right? You now? are. You are doing that right oh, okay. as we speak. Look at that! All right, do you have some New Year's trivia or something you want to chat with us before we warm up to the cocktails? Well, Dave, I happen to have a couple of fun facts mm, oh, about geez. New Year's Eve. Okay, do you right. know what country is the first country to see the New Year? Maybe Dave Schwan is he working today? Dave's here. Andy's yeah, hey, here. Jeff. I think it's New you Zealand know, hey, or Australia. Uh, you're close. It's a little coastal uh, area made up of ten islands in Kiribati. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's about. Yeah, uh, everybody knew that one. Come on. <laughs> you know what? Steve, I know right where that is. That's how Steve and Johnny really used to ring in the new year on on the radio. Was they would go hour by hour before our midnight and just start welcoming everybody to the new year. But that is news to me. All right, what's your next one, Jeff? Well, I want to just tell Dave he's real close though because Australia is the next one to celebrate okay. about three hours later. So anyway, congratulations, Dave. Uh, let's see. Do you know why we kiss at midnight on New Year's Eve? Is this going to be clean? We could call up Mark Jean Greco and Janet Davies and ask them. But, <laughs> we could ask them. Um, because we've been cocktailing. The, yeah, right. <laughs> the, <laughs> the reasoning for kissing at midnight falls into because we want to category. Oh. The why not, you know. Okay. But uh, now with COVID concerns, it could have changed the kiss everybody mentality at yeah. New Year's Eve parties. It's true. But um, true. Tracy. Uh, it's basically just kiss the one you love and yeah. said to be inspired by English and German folklore. I will say when folklore. I lived in New York and I was in Times Square, I think it was ringing in 1995, it might have been, is I do remember people not only kissing whoever they were with, but they were kissing everyone. Among the gunshots, by the way. Uh, okay, what's the next one? <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> well, what's the next one? I got another yeah. one here. Yeah. This one, now, I'm going to ask the question, but the research I did didn't really answer the question, but maybe, again, maybe Schwani knows. Mm-hmm. Why do we drop a ball on New Year's Eve? I feel like no, I can't, I, I can't answer that. I'm not sure. <laughs> see? Sorry. I, I didn't see it. I didn't really see where it began. Like, why did they drop a ball on New Year's Eve? Uh, the only thing I found is the tradition began in New York City. Americans rang in in 1908 in Times Square. And the spectacle of dropping a 700-pound ball made of iron, wood, and 216 electric lamps 
uh, via an elaborate pulley system at midnight. It was a big hit and it attracted thousands of people, but it, I could not find out well, who came up with the idea, you know, who approved it or any of that. So stuff. it could have so been a New York uh, politician, really could have been somebody that just said, what do we do on New York to grab people and bring them into Times Square, which I'm sure in 1908 was very clean. We're going to have an unbelievable ball drop. <laughs> it was him. It was his father. Yes, exactly right. Exactly. Oh my no assignment very seriously. <laughs> all right. All right. What else you got? Uh, that's all, all I have on fun facts, but I did find a couple of bar jokes. Oh. Like if you're at a bar or you had a party in the oh, yeah. next couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Everybody get you your wanna... pens out. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Here's a couple of quick ones. These would be, I guess, like John Williams' speed jokes. Okay, all right. And he, who see. knows? He might have even done these. And if he didn't, uh, I would like a coffee mug. <laughs> okay. What's a snowman's favorite drink? Mm, let me think. Bourbon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Got it, yeah. It's a lot better when you're doing it in, well, a, in a character, by the way. <laughs> I have to keep these clean. You do have to keep these clean because I'll kill you. Go ahead. How What's does the a nice snowman get to work? How does a snowman get to how work? Man, how, Dave, how does a snowman get to work? He slides. Sleds. Uh, by icicle. By icicle. Now, I don't want to end on that one, and I've got more, <laughs> Please. believe me. Okay. So, uh, let's see. A uh, news reporter. Here we go, Dave. A news reporter asked a 100-year-old lady what her secret is for longevity. And she goes, for good digestion, I drink beer. If I don't have an appetite, I drink white wine. And if my blood pressure is a little low, I drink red wine. And when I have a cold, I drink whiskey. And the reporter asked, well, when do you drink water? The old lady replied, I've never been that sick. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, one, two. <laughs> Jeff Hoover, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the that, one and only. <laughs> the one and only. Which leads me to... Did you hear about the cereal for impotent men? Oh, no. It's called Nut and Raisin, honey. Oh, <laughs> 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 one, two. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not too early for that one. That was It was a cereal I joke. I will so. end on that one right now. <laughs> okay, let's do that. <laughs> Jeff and Tracy Hoover are joining us, uh, talking about New Year's Eve and the great cocktails you can make. And, Tracy, you always come up with some really, really great stuff, uh, not only in your kitchen, uh, in your bar, but uh, on the air as well. But champagne cocktails are kind of the focus of the New Year's celebration, right? That's correct. And I know a lot of people are familiar with some of the more traditional the Cure Royale with the creme de cassis and the champagne cocktail with the bitter-soaked sugar cube and maybe even the French 75. So I thought it would be fun to look at some of the um, other spirits that we could mix with champagne and maybe even convert some of those who claim they don't like champagne with some of these cocktails so they can partake with everybody else. That would be me. Midnight. I'm not a big champagne, as you know, not a big champagne person, but like you, anything that you have actually put together always tastes fabulous. So what do you got first up? All right. First of all, and I do not profess to be a mixologist. I am. This is a hobby of mine, um, and this is something that I think the everyday person can do at home. So don't be intimidated. But uh, one of the amaros that I found when Jeff and I were doing the happy hour at the Hoover's, it sounds it may 
Love them. Strike a gag reflex in some. <laughs> but this is no, an no. artichoke based tomorrow. Oh, no. I've, I've had that. I've had that. <laughs> no, you gave me that. <laughs> We're going to put it, though, with the uh-huh. and the Prosecco and a splash of grapefruit soda. And they did say, though, it, this could be considered an adult Coca Cola. Mm. It's not very pretty in the glass, but you just mix that all together. And they said it really packs a punch. And I've seen it actually served with olives. And they're saying, let's get really? rid of the Aperol spritz. Yeah, and let's get rid of, oh, there was another one with elderflower liqueur that was all the rage on TikTok and social media. Um, so they're trying to make this the new spritz. But that's an option. All right. And you got one with Guinness. So is this champagne and Guinness? Yes. Uh, yeah, and that's it. It's called black velvet, and you kind of layer it so it looks like one of the black and tans. So you put the Prosecco in, and then you can either, or no, I think you put, oh, I can't remember which one first. And then you slowly layer the other on top so you can see the different layers. I think oh. it's the Prosecco first and then the Guinness. That doesn't make sense, though, but that's what the picture that I'm recalling. Okay. Um, and that's all you do. And they said that that actually would be a really good pair with chocolate and dessert at the end of the night. So, And how about some scotch? Scotch, yeah. And um, I used to pronounce it Islay and then learn through my uh, research that it's Isla Scotch. But there's one. It's called the Fleming Spiz. And this is a cross between penicillin and a French 75. So it's got some ginger honey syrup. Uh. <laughs> and I, I did make this one um, when we did the happy hour with the Hoovers. And I am not a scotch drinker, especially the no, peaty stuff. and. Yeah. This one was amazing. It's got some blended scotch, that ginger honey syrup, a little lemon juice, and then some sparkling. And at the very end, you top it with some smoky scotch, like, and that's hmm. the Isla scotch, and lemon twist and candy ginger. So that was actually a pretty good one. I don't know if Jeff remembers that one. I don't remember. Jeff everything. hung up. <laughs> Jeff hung up. He's had yeah, enough. I've got the I ball dropping. My <laughs> it's the ball dropping. Um, so <laughs> you have really like uh, got me into gin, and I am I am more of a whiskey person. But gin, the gins of today are not your grandfather's gin, and there's so much more floral. And there's things that uh, you know my girlfriend has drank with some lavender, and and, and I call the violet something or other. Like I've really enjoyed. But you've got something with gin and and champagne. Yes, this one is a, and this can be a little bit bigger cocktail. So I think this one serves six. So if you're having a couple people over, it's the Saint Laurent. Uh, and that one is a honey syrup. And then you mix that with some gin, lime juice, Aperol, which Aperol can turn some people, but I think it, in this um, amount and quantity, it might be hidden a little. Uh, a little bit of the honey syrup and some Angostura bitters. And you shake that all up with ice. Put that into a coupe and then top that with champagne, and you've got your Saint Laurent cocktail. And again, the recipe I have, and I think you're going to post some of these, that serves six. So it would be a nice batch cocktail if you're entertaining this New Year's Eve. And next time you come over, that one sounded like they made it at a college frat party or something. A little bit. (laughs) Just whatever they had left over. (laughs) A little bit. Whatever you have left over. Garbage can. Pour people's people's glasses together, (laughs) see what comes up with. My son and his girlfriend, my son and his girlfriend bought uh, me a set of coupe glasses, which I'm really... Uh, excited about because I didn't oh. have any, and yeah, yeah, I know because we were we were searching for them last time we were over. Um, sherry, something with sherry, so that'll be a real sweet one, right? Uh, not necessarily. So this one is um, it's called the Perfect Circle, and this again is a batch drink. So I think this one serves twelve. Um, but you chill the fino or manzanilla sherry with Campari again, Campari, a little okay. bit more bitter, so that's not going to be as no. sweet. Chill that overnight, and then you the next day 
mix that with a full bottle of sparkling wine, throw some orange wheels in that, stir it all up, and then pour it into ice-filled mm-hmm. wine or uh, rocks glasses and then garnish with some more orange wheels. So that one looked really interesting, and the, it was fun because um, we did that one in a bunch of different shaped glasses. So they had some wine glasses, they had some rocks glasses, and it was just made for an interesting tablescape. And as you have mentioned, I love to entertain, so I'm always looking for ideas like that as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got a couple minutes left here. So if I want, you know, when we go out, we, you know, I do the old-fashioned, you usually do the Manhattan. Manhattan. Uh, Jeff will drink mm-hmm. anything, it doesn't matter. Uh, but, <laughs> but, I'll drink out of the toilet. <laughs> you really will. <laughs> uh, but what would you say is your, your, your favorite recipe for either an old-fashioned or a Manhattan, like just a classic? Manhattan. See, and I do a little twist on the Manhattan. My favorite is a black Manhattan. I grew up, my grandmother used to drink. You introduced me to that, yeah. Yes, my grandmother lived just shy of 96, and she did the good old Southern Comfort Manhattan Mm. up with the cheap sweet vermouth. And I've advanced that just a little. Um, And my choice, I love the, you know, a good bourbon and then Amaro. And so you replace the sweet vermouth with Amaro. Yep. Um, and my Amaro that I've been loving, there's a, an Amaro called Foro Amaro, F-O-R-O, but you can use so many different Amaros. You can use the Chinar that I mentioned earlier. Um, there's no. Montenegro. There's... <laughs> <laughs> I can hurt you, no, artichoke. I'm yeah. gonna find a drink. I'm Forget gonna find a drink. I'm putting artichokes in my drink. Dr- okay. You know what? You sure. won't even shut, know. Shut, sure. Our buddy James from Gibson says my old fashioned is the best. It's yeah, he's not wrong. It's a good one. Well, don't you do a spiced syrup or something? So tell it. You do a little bit different with the simple syrup that you put in there, right? Yeah, but I do like Luxardo liqueurs in there, and maybe a, a, like a darker cherry <laughs> liqueur. I don't do spice in there. I'm not as much as as the spice. All right, I got to ask you a question really quick. Um, do you guys do uh, New Year's resolutions? We were just talking about that. None of us really do it, but maybe is there some goal that you guys each have for 2024? Uh, uh, drink more, I think. I, it's a drink yeah. more. It's drink more. I, drink I, a little I, more. I'm going to call your sponsor I, later today, yeah. I resolve that Jeff is going to be a better listener. <laughs> oh, you're you're creating one for Jeff, <laughs> for your I'm husband. I am not into self-help books, but I did get a book on being a more um, a present listener and present in conversations with others. So, and, and I'm not saying that I'm not, I just thought it was, that's something that I'm going to do. All right. Okay. Jeff. Too deep. Too uh, deep. Okay. <laughs> I've got my work cut out for me. Yeah. You've, you, you've been assigned already. I know you've been assigned your new year's resolution. I didn't know I'd be crying on the phone. <laughs> 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 All right, Jeff and Tracy Hooper. Happy New Year. Enjoy Dallas. We'll see you guys when you get back. Thanks, uh, thank you, Dave and 720. Thank you, Dave and 720. Have a happy New Year. Happy New Year to you guys. 